Welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Yo, what's up, people? How y'all doing out there? Only two days before Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I tried to scare y'all. That was a terrible effort on my behalf. But of all as well, I missed y'all last week. I hope y'all were entertained by my wife and her best friend. Well, my two wives, I like to say. They're just the same, you know. They both get on me, both get on my nerves, but I love them both. With their new venture, a new book that's coming out soon, uh, Play or Hate Her. It's rather funny because they always do it. They play or hate on me, if anything. But uh, it's all good, though. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting uh, week and a half, you know, for me since I've been going from you guys. Trying to get the kids' events off off the ground. It's been uh, going fairly well, but so, thus far, it's coming up. If you haven't got the information, it's coming up rather soon. Uh, this Saturday, it's at Adel- at the Titan Sports Facility, and it's the EGX Kids Challenge. And we're going to have kids from all over the country, all over Nashville, all over Tennessee, come in and take on my challenge. And it's going to be a series of ten obstacle courses. We're going to divide the kids into groups of teams, and they're going to compete. They're going to have fun. It's going to be a event where you have uh, food, fun, music, and um, I'm really excited about it. It's uh, something I'm really looking forward to. I think uh, the kids in Nashville and around the area, they're really going to take heed to it, and uh, you get some some awards at the end, so I'm really excited about that. Also, we have coming up uh, the announcement of the EGX SA Award winners. We have a few that have come in, some really good ones, too. And uh, we'll have an announcement next Monday, live, here from the Sanctuary. And uh, we want to come on down there, work you guys out. And I think I think this crew might know who they are. They, they're looking really good. I'm really happy with their progress. And often I'll get talked to. They ask me, about, ask me questions about, well, what is the the workout or the diet plan that goes along with the workout. And I said, well, you know what? Let me come up with my favorite dishes, my favorite things. And I came up with 27, ah, 27, that's a good number, 27 different recipes that I cook that are of healthy ingredients that are good. And you can go online soon. And you can use this as a Christmas gift this coming up Christmas. And give it to somebody or use it for yourselves. It's going to be the EGX menu coming out, or the recipe book coming out to you soon on EGXLifestyle.com. And also, if you still want your kids to sign up for the event, you can go to EGXLifestyle.com. We will also have on-site signings on that date as well. That's November the 3rd. Ah, man. And along with the EGX Lifestyle, also have the mothers coming back in for the halftime events. And this is... Uh, 
getting some really great stories, some really good footage. Y'all, I can't wait for y'all to check it out on on Fox Sports Net and, and Extra. It's it's going to be great stories. I mean, moms are losing weight. They're excited. They're they're really moved by how uh, the change of them of their mindsets make makes a difference. The mindset of of the moms how that changes, and they've embraced living healthier new lifestyle and it's just a uh, story after story now some moms are still struggling with it which is okay but other moms just has, have, has taken off with this thing and, and lost 30 pounds and, and uh, more importantly have, have changed their habits and the way that they think about living a healthy lifestyle you know um, and, and that's the thing you know, I, I'm not concerned with moms losing just 30 pounds or 40 pounds over the course of 6 months but guess you know that doesn't mean anything to me. I mean that's great, that's progress. But where I see progress is how you've changed your habits, how you changed your attitude toward living a healthy lifestyle. It's not just about losing weight. You know, eating right, doing right, thinking right will be a, losing weight will be a byproduct of that. And that's what you know. I want people to understand, and what the moms understand is that the the lifestyle is is living right, eating right, thinking right. And and doing everything you can do to get yourself in alignment with that each and every day. It's not a diet plan. That's that's a dangerous mindset to have because guess what? Diets come and go. We all slip up. We all we all slip back on things that we used to do and eat. And and that's the thing. I mean, it's, it's a thing of in, not overindulging yourself into it. So they're coming back in this week. I'm really happy to see them. Check them out. Check out the stories. And uh, you guys can keep updated with them on EGXLifestyle.com as well. And moving right along, a little college football, pro football, something that I do. You can check me out on Fox Sports Net every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I can't tell you what time because they don't promote the show. But all I can tell you it comes on Fox Sports Net. And uh, we have a good time on the show. Me, Timmy B, Tim Brown, used to play for the Oakland Raiders. Jason Seahorn, who played for the Giants, uh, he's high. <laughs> and you got my man Jay Glazier, and we just chop it up every weekend. Obviously, this week in pro football, man, whew, we got we got the juggernauts facing off on each other. New England Patriots versus the Indianapolis Colts. Man, what a matchup! Two eight no teams, two of the best teams, in my opinion, that are out there right now. But and obviously everybody's opinion, and New England is playing off the charts. I don't know if anybody has watched the games yesterday, or even if you're a football fan, but they are doing. They're making history. This team is making history, and I don't see any flaws with this team. Other than I'll say this: they don't run the ball enough. I think that's going to hurt them down the line, but. It could. I mean, they could possibly have a close game, but they're they're always going to win. I, but I, in this matchup, I'm going to go with Indianapolis. I think Indy can definitely pull this one out. I know some people think that's crazy, but big head Peyton Manning is still a, still a beast. He's just doing it a different way this year. He's doing it more methodical. He doesn't have to go out and throw 18 touchdowns to to win the game. I think they have a stronger uh, running game. I think Tony Dungy is going to put together a great plan and stifle and upset the favorite New England Patriots. And moving right along in college. Now, I'm hearing it already. 
You know, everybody's saying, oh, state isn't real. They're not for real. Ohio State shouldn't be number one. You know, so what? They beat Penn State now. Nah, they're for real, people. Um, what hurts me as a fan, as a, as a former player of Ohio State, I don't care about the number one ranking right now. Just get us back in the dance. We got some making up to do. We got to show and prove for the Big Ten and for Ohio State that that wasn't us last year. I am not at all going to say I'm impressed, I'm not excited. No, I'm just business methodical, like I'm really playing. But, you know, I'm really happy about my boys. I think um, they looked as good as, as any team that we've ever had. And it's just amazing how they just keep doing it year in and year out. You know, how can you lose a Heisman Trophy winner, two wide receivers in the first round off your offense, off an a, a explosive offense, and find yourself back in position for a national title? That's 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 not called rebuilding people, that's called reloading. We reload. <laughs> I mean we come from a place of excellence. Oh state, I love it. I love it. And um we might be playing Boston College, I don't know. It doesn't really matter to me. I just want to get back. I really want to play an SEC team. So I'm sick and tired of hearing about the SEC. I live in SEC country. Well, I don't know if Vanderbilt's considered the SEC. They are an SEC, but they are like a subversion team of the SEC. They're still trying to get there. But I keep hearing about how great the SEC is, how tough it is. And granted, it is tough. I want to see LSU, Ohio State, and LSU in a national championship. And let's see, because we have a lot of motivation on this, man. We gotta, we gotta change the perception of the Big Ten. All right, that's enough of my first fifteen, and we have a great lineup for you people today. In our next segment, we have my main man, Doctor Morris, coming on with us today. We're gonna chop it up a little about, a little bit about some issues that are going on uh, with the young man down in, I believe it was Georgia. Uh, Gerald Lou Wilson And uh, we're going to get into that a little bit He's going to give us a brief, brief update on that Also we have coming up Molly Secor Molly is a, is a dear friend of mine And uh, she has a, an amazing story uh, That she was going to share with us She is um, a wonderful, wonderful human being And uh, she is, uh, you know, fighting right now And, uh, you know, I send much love And the tons of energy to her but she's going to come on and share her story and and uh, her video on how she's trying to bring awareness to uh, our failing health care system and how she's a victim of that and you'll hear it firsthand on on how it is and how just think how things can go and how um you may think that, that god has uh, you may have a plan for yourself but god has something different for you and it's just uh, a really truly inspirational uh, story and, and, and things that she's doing right now, and I'm just really excited to have him on today. So, please stick around, listen up. Uh, we're gonna take a, a minute, a uh, break in a minute, and uh, check it out. And if you feel free and you feel like you want to join in the conversation, or you want to chime in, or you have any questions about the upcoming events of uh, here, anything that moves you, call in at any point in time. Eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. And oh, by the way. Think about this while you're going. Think about the first Halloween costume you ever wore as a kid. I was thinking about that today. And my mom deceived me. 
I wanted to be, I was a huge Batman and Robin fan back in the day. And I said, Mom, I want to be Robin. So instead of my mom going to Toys R Us and getting me a Robin outfit, she decides she wants to make one. To say the least, it didn't work. I wasn't Robin. I was I was Hobbin. <laughs> it was awful, terrible, terrible outfit. But my mom thought she was saving money and being creative. What can I say? I love her. Very special. But, you know, I'm thinking about being very, uh, somebody this Halloween. I don't know who yet. Probably E.T. or something. I know my man Raymond Harris is probably laughing at that one. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to bring on our guest. And stick around, y'all, and uh, call in when you feel like it. We'll be back in a minute. Peace. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. The Kerry Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Kerry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Kerry Douglas Show. Join Kerry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Kerry Douglas Show with Kerry Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Kerry Douglas Show with Kerry Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Radio by George. And uh, next up, I'm going to bring on my main man, Dr. Morris. Doc, you with me? How are you doing? 
Hey, man, long time no see, man. Yeah, long time. <laughs> How's everything going, Eddie? Man, things are going, man. Just getting up every day, excited about the possibilities, man. And just hopefully just trying to change lives, man. That's about it, man. Right. I heard you talking about the SEC in the dirty south. <laughs> <laughs> Putting down the South. Well, I did graduate school at Vanderbilt, and I don't know if that counts. You know but, what? Um, that was interesting hearing you talk and um, just thinking about the whole thing with sports mm-hmm. and with Janarlo Wilson, a young man. And I was wondering if he was going to attend a school, a big time school or a small school, but you know, maybe you want to make a transition in that. Go ahead. Well, no, no. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, that's that's what we will talk about. Gennaro, uh, right? Gennaro, right? yeah. Gennaro, Gennaro Wilson, and right. you know, you talk about um, kids, man. And I mean, he was a high school student with a three point two GPA, great athlete, um, and all of a sudden he he makes a decision, uh, had sexual acts with a fifteen year old. He was seventeen at the time, but he. I mean that's that's kind of uh, harsh when you think about it. Two years of his life were taken away from him. Right. When you think of those kind of measures, almost what you call those draconian measures, in which you just kind of do things that just don't even make sense in terms of trying to enforce a law, knowing that that law was set up for adults who were committing these um, heinous types of crimes against children. Right. But then the court, well, the state of Georgia used the law inappropriately to punish a 17-year-old young man. I think about it, you know, I know you were talking about football, and you were talking about Ohio State, mm-hmm. and you were talking about um, the SEC, and I was just thinking, you know, a lot of those guys, when you play college sports, I played some and you played at another level, you know, situations like that arise, and when you even think about the popularity of sports mm-hmm. and how people kind of go after young athletes particularly, or even athletes seek things themselves, you know. My whole point of it is that it could have happened to any child. No question. And the unfortunate thing is that there are other children who are suffering from that right now. Mm-hmm. Janalo Wilson's just got highly publicized. And another good thing about it, though, I commend the young man. I've been following the stories. As he stood by what he believed, and he didn't just plea bargain. You know, if he had plea bargain, he could have been out of jail. Like a couple of those fellas, some of them plea bargained, and they were out and did lesser time. Mm-hmm. But they have the record, they have that notation that they're sexual predators. Right, that goes on your record. He, that's what he was for fighting rest, about. For the rest of your life, man. You know what, the Doc, I'm going to keep it real. I mean, listen, 17, is, is, is 17 and 15, is that is that really... You know, your 17-year-old boy, is that really like statutory rape or, or molestation at that point in time? She, they're two, two years apart. Well, one of the things that they did, you know, here's the ironic part about it. If he had had vaginal intercourse with her, it would have been declared a misdemeanor. Mm. The fact that he had oral sex is what constituted the crime. Isn't that kind of twisted? If he had had vaginal intercourse with her, it would have been dismissed as a misdemeanor. Wow, that that's that's twisted. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, hey, that's, that's what I'm just saying. Just in, in in the um in Georgia or, or Georgia, <laughs> that's where that law stands. Well, it's um we know in real life that um 
I guess as President Clinton said, that wasn't set, you know, with the oral part. But the point of it is, is that in the state of Georgia, in the state of Georgia, man, what they did is that the vaginal intercourse is that they understand that happens between children, young people. And so it's hard to enforce that because it's being considered more um, of a misdemeanor. But just the fact that it was oral sets presuming some type of um, forcing, I guess that's the way they would read into it. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why he was punished. The bottom line is that we know that a 17- and 15-year-old, unfortunately, as parents, you know, we don't want our children to engage in those kinds of things. And we want them to, you know, show restraint. But those kinds of things happen every day, all day. If that were the case... We'd say about two-thirds to three-fourths of the children in high school would be in prison right now. No question. I mean, because you know what? In a perfect world, we would all love to believe that our children are going to stay virgins until they're married. Right. But unfortunately, we can preach that all day, but kids are curious. Your hormones get going. You know, as you get older, boys start to realize, whoa, you know, some things change since <laughs> I was five. Exactly. You know, I got, I got these, these sensations. I'm having these dreams. You, you watch television. I mean, and it's human nature, but to suppress that. So you're going to do that. And But to treat him, you know, a kid that never got into trouble, you know, he loses two years of his life. Well, you know what? I wouldn't say lose. It was something that was set back on some levels. Now, the question is, is well, how does he move forward from that? Right. How does he move forward? And I think that's a very interesting point, and I've been kind of following it, and I've seen that he – preparing himself you know i read mm-hmm. that he was um planning on majoring in sociology yes. so in some ways you think of a field like that you deal with these structural yeah. inequities and i said he's going in the right field the other thing is that i saw that he was planning on playing college football he's mm-hmm. 21 years of age and you know they say he's been locked up almost more than two years almost 32 months Mm-hmm. And so that's a significant amount of time. I saw that he was he had lost some weight. He looked kind of thin looking to me coming mm-hmm. out. And when his mother said she's got to put some meat on his bones, so he's lost some weight. Some weight. I guess he hadn't been able to do upper body workouts mm-hmm. like you know you should be able to do to stay in tip top shape. But he's young. My main thing is I hope that the young man, and I know he will, but I want him to just get into college. I saw he was preparing to take the SAT, yeah. get into college, and then see what goes on from that point. But there are a few places that have um, offered him scholarships that are wanting to do right because they felt he was done wrong. Yeah. So yeah, he's had a number should. of offices. Offers. As they should. But right. you know what, what's going to happen, though, Doc? I firmly believe he has a good heart with good intentions that that the, the, the service that he had to go through and being being um, treated like this, and having to go to prison, and um, not just not 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 unjustly, you know, um, I, I believe that it's going to serve him better in the future. Right. Because of his experience in prison, we don't know what happened, but right. he's going to now have a testimony to share to other kids, or come out with a different type of mindset to propel him to whatever it is that he wants to do. And he's going to accomplish all that he wants to do. Right. You know, he's going to play football. He's going to get a business degree. He's going to be uh, uh, get a sociology degree. And he's going to be a huge success because of this. And it happens time and time again. You know, right. for whatever reasons, he had to go through this this horrible situation as a young teenager. 
but you, you can see it in his eyes that he's sincere, that he is um, excited to be out. He, you know, he he could have really went after the justice system. He said, you know, they asked him a question: Do you believe in the justice system? <laughs> he said, Well, now I do. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not bitter, and that's and that's in that regard. You know, I'm pretty sure that that he had to really dig deep and find and become a man in there. Right. And now he's going to take that and, you know, uh, make great decisions. I think we'll be hearing about this young man on so many different levels in the next few right. years. I, I agree. And I think the good thing, though, as I mentioned earlier, I think, is that I'm so glad that he kind of stood by his the way he felt about the situation. When I say that, I'm saying that he didn't just cop a plea deal. Because the plea deal, you know, that just ruins you. And the thing is, is that for him to not do that while others did, you know, and so it says something about him. I thought about it to myself. If I had been in that situation, I would hope that I would stand just as strong and say, no way you're going to take me down like that. I'm going to have to stand by this, you know. And so a lot of people say, well, man, just get it over with. And a lot of times we go through life and we can make that easy decision Mm -hmm. to just make it seem simpler or not have as harsh punishment. But I think in the end, though, he's ended up being the winner, as you've said. Here's one other interesting thing about him. You know, one of his main things of life that he talks about, which is interesting, is about how he limited um, Calvin Johnson, who now plays for the Detroit Lions, right. to just two catches, and well, four catches in two games. So that's one of his claims to fame right now, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. You know, I think I'll be talking like that too, especially a dude that big like Calvin Johnson, six five, and you're a DB. Yeah, you know, yeah. So he now he now he's the real deal. Right. <laughs> Anytime you can hold a, a specimen like that, <laughs> to anything, yeah, that's his claim to fame. But I, I think that he has an excellent chance. He, you know, he's never too old, Doc, to even no, pursue a football dream. He's so young right now. Right. He's he, he, I've heard of. You know, there was a Heisman Trophy winner who won the award at age twenty-eight, and he went to Florida State. Right. So right. maybe all possibilities there. Yeah, is that Winky you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Winky. Well, maybe he should get, do some training with you, man, to get back in shape. Hey, man, I, you know <laughs> what? I kind of, I put him on the EGX workout now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, now, I, there's, there's different levels. You know, there's <laughs> one for the, the common man, and then there's the next level for the athlete. Right. And that, and that, I can definitely get him in a great shape for that. I mean, he'll be, he'll be more than ready, mentally, right. physically, and spiritually. <laughs> right. I sense that, you know, in athletics, you know, it can be part of that spiritual when you think about it. Because I just heard him just reading the stories he mentioned repeatedly about wanting to play football. Oh, so, yeah. you know, that might be that sense of balance for him. And that's something that we always have to be yeah. mindful of. But the other thing I just wanted to say is that um, this really shows us that we need to be vigilant about these kinds of issues because, unfortunately, a lot of young children, particularly black males, and that was one of the things that people were debating, whether this was a race case or what. Mm-hmm. And one news report had mentioned that the young girl was white, but later some came and said she was black. And so it was kind of confusing people. At mm-hmm. one point people would think it was strictly race, black and white, but then now they're saying maybe more structural racism in the sense that just the way in which the law was yeah. used to punish him. And that's the racist aspect about it. And unfortunately, you know, you don't have white males serving jail like that. 
Yeah, state of that, that is true, Doc. Right. Well, hey, Doc, we're going to take a quick break, and yes, I think we, that's it for our segment. But thanks for coming on, man, and chopping it up with me. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Yes, sir. Take care now. All right, we're going to take a quick right. break. When we come back, we're going to have Molly come on and uh, call in. Please call in. We'll hear from you when we come back in a minute. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I'm your host, Eddie George. And uh, our next segment is moving right along. Our next guest is an uncompromising fighter for racial equity and social justice. Since 1995, she has been writings, she has writings that have been published over 50 mainstream and Internet magazines and newspapers. In March 2006, she wrote, produced, and edited a 13-minute short documentary which explores how the loss of medical coverage has emotionally, physically, and financially devastated the lives of thousands upon thousands of Tennesseans. Ironically, Molly was diagnosed with stage 3 cancer in June of this year, and as an artist, she has limited resources to deal with this major health care issue. Now I'd like to join with me, Miss Molly Secours. Miss Molly, are you here with me? I am here with you, Eddie George. Hey, baby, how you doing? 
I'm doing okay. Good, good. Yes. The last time I saw you, we were walking through the park that one morning. I saw you with all the the NFL moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ironically, huh? It's all pretty ironic, isn't it? But first, before we get in our conversation, I just want to tell you how I teared up about your Robin costume. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Molly was so bad. I mean, I was just looking through my pictures, and uh, I saw this picture. I said, man, that was Christmas, and my mom made the outfit. And look, you know, and cape was a different color. It was like, uh, Robin, I believe she wore a green cape, and it was like an orange cape. You know, yeah. like the and fake, he, uh, the fake uh, mask. I mean, it was it was bad. I, I'm not going to do that to my son. I, I, he, I, he, he, whatever he wants to be, I'm going to fulfill his wishes. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We hate to have you keep that hanging around for too long. Well, you know, yeah, I know. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see. But um, how is everything going? Well, it's you know, I'm halfway through. Um, I am over halfway through my chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I got two more to go, and I think they're going to leave me alone for a while, and then you know, do radiation in the uh, starting in January. Right. You know what I find amazing, Molly, is is like when I saw you at the Black Health Summit in Chattanooga two years well, was it two years ago. It was last, last August. Year, no, yeah, about last, well, almost two years ago. Yeah. Um, you had this 13-minute uh, documentary which talked about health care. Why, why don't you talk about that a little bit? And It's now ironic that you are living that. Well, it's interesting because you get, it's called Faces of Ten Care, and when we and I was going to bring this up that the last time I spent you know time talking to you was at that conference, and you were screening the MTV show that you did, um, mm-hmm. Made, the series, and and I did Faces of Ten Care, and we kind of did a panel, and it was interesting because the conversation, your focus has been, um, is getting people to really take control and take charge of their own health and, mm-hmm. and you know, really, I mean, by exercise, diet, and all that. And the film, of course, is about the thousands of people, there were 177,000 people that lost their health care coverage um, who were already people that were on the lower end of the economic ladder. Mm-hmm. And so you and I were having these discussions about, you know, because so many of these people are on 10, 15, you know, prescriptions, and you can't imagine it. I mean, they have three and four major diagnoses. And so you and I were talking about, you know, where's the balance between taking charge of your life and, and making sure you're healthy and, um you know, get, getting yourself in a situation where, you know, you could lose your livelihood, you lose any your possessions. And, and so many of the people that I featured in the film, many of them have become homeless. Many of them worked all their lives, lost everything they had because health care costs are so high and they didn't have coverage. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a subject obviously that uh, is really sort of, sort of is in my heart and, mm-hmm. and spent a lot of time and getting this film out. It's now being aired on the documentary channel for the next year and a half. And it never dawned on me that I would be one of those people. And now the reality is is that I do have limited health care coverage. Mm-hmm. And as a freelancer, I, I actually got it. I remember saying, I'm going to get catastrophic coverage in case I get hit by a bus. That was exactly my thinking. Mm-hmm. And... It never dawned on me that, you know, I would be 
somebody who would get diagnosed with cancer. Wow. It's just, I mean, you could have, I mean, it was like the day I was told it was June, I think it was June 23rd, and it was like stepping out of the shower into outer space. Uh, because, and the interesting thing is, not only was I, I mean, I couldn't believe he was saying I had cancer, but the first thing I thought of was, I can't afford to have cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you're, you know, your world is turning inside out, upside down, and you're going, oh my God, I can't afford to have cancer. Now, how, how have you maintained mentally, I mean, when you found out that you, that you had cancer, you said the first thing went to your mind is, I can't afford that. And then what was the next thing thereafter? Because most people, when you hear anything that's that's remotely wrong with your body, mm. and that's like a life-altering change. I mean, it's a life-altering experience when you find out that, you know, your lifestyle changes and you have to take care of you. And, you you know, so what, 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 what was going on in your mind thereafter? Well, you know, after I got over the, I mean, you know, obviously I fell apart. I mean, I've I fell to pieces like anyone probably would. Um, and when I, you know, let myself go through that, I started thinking, okay, well, basically I'll have to take a step back. I have the most amazing friends on the planet. And mm-hmm. the first thing that my friends told me was, do not worry about, we've got your back. We'll do a Bennett, we'll do whatever we got so all you have to do is think about getting healthy. And uh, even though it took me a long time to absorb that, because there's, it's interesting, there's some shame that goes along with it, too. It's like, wow, I, I can't take care of this situation. And you feel a little bit of embarrassment and shame. You don't even really want to tell people at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you realize, well, that's crazy. I, I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't ask for this. Um, and 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 it, and I'm actually somebody who uh, you know has always exercised. I eat pretty well. You know, I mean, I've been very conscious. In fact, before I found out that I had cancer, I was eating macrobiotically for two months. Now explain that macrobiotically. What is that? Uh, macrobiotically is where you eat food that is local, organic, and it's a combination of greens, grains, proteins. You know, I mean, it's it's designed so that you eat a little bit of everything to, to keep your body balanced. Mm-hmm. And you're eating very close to, you know, it was like you're, you're eating in sync with the earth, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that because for about six months I'd been having symptoms and I was trying to really get a handle on that, you know, holistically. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a real, I've never been sick, I've never been to the hospital, so I, I'm not real fond of Western medicine. Mm-hmm. and have always kind of taken care of things holistically. You know, I do a lot of alternative um, healing and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, and I thought, oh, okay, I'll take care of it this way. And, um, you know, when they tell you you have stage 3 cancer and it's spread to the lymph nodes, well, you suddenly believe in Western medicine. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, uh, so, I mean, there were, there were a lot of things that I went through, but a lot of it was, you feel completely out of control. It's like, you know, and I think that I suffered from the delusion that I pretty much orchestrated my life. Sometimes I was like, yeah, you know, anytime I set my mind to something, well, this was something that it just came upon me and now I had to deal with it. And in some ways I had to give in to it. Um, and I don't mean lie down and not do it. I mean I just had to accept that this was 
what was being brought to me, and I had to um, em- embrace it in a way. And that's sort of been a, you know, that's been a real challenge, is has been embracing it. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's an interesting philosophy. You know, I, I found that when this is on a small level, like when I work out, and I experience, or when I run, I experience the, that burning sensation. Mm-hmm. And you come to a point where you want to stop or you feel like you're going to vomit or whatever it is. I tell myself to breathe and relax and embrace it. And not yeah. necessarily, um, like you say, laying down and stopping, but finding out, learning your body, understanding who you are during that point in time. Yeah. And, and, it, and it, your body is talking to you, too. Right. Yeah, and that's when you have to sit back and listen to it. And uh, you'll find, I found that I, I work a lot better when my mindset focuses internally and focuses on what's going on with me. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, commend you on, on that. So what is what is your current state of mind uh, today? Well, my current state of mind today is, um, you know, I, I feel, I, well, let me just say, I never felt like when this happened, you know, apart from being shocked in the beginning and, and, and kind of losing my mind for a minute, but I never felt like it was wrong. I mm. never felt like, oh, why me? Why, you know, it was, I never had any of those feelings because I believe that everything is brought to you to show you something. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I couldn't even begin to tell you all of the, the things that have happened since. I mean, the beautiful things that have happened to me since this has happened. And it's crazy because... As much as this has been the most frightening time of my life, it's also been the most... Be- I've never felt so loved in my life. Mm. Um, the people that have shown up for me in ways that I never would have imagined they would show up. Mm. Um, and the fact that I could lean, you know, I could lean on people for probably the first time in my life. Mm. And uh, and it was, and it's been hard. I mean, it, especially in the beginning, it's, I mean, I resisted it, but there's something... I think that, you know, the creator was saying, you have to know how to do this. You've got to do this. In fact, I'm going to take you down so far, you're going to have to do this. Mm. Um, and so I feel like it's been, you know, I mean, there's been a lot of, and I, I'm very fortunate, I've had the support of the community in a way that a lot of the people that, you know, that we saw in the film, that they don't have, and I'm really aware of that. Like uh, what? Well, I mean, the number of people in this community that, I mean, they had a fundraiser for me because they knew that financially I was being hit really hard being a freelance writer and a filmmaker. Um, you know, and like I said, I had several friends that said, we got your back, you are not going to have to worry about it. And that removes a lot of stress. I and mean, one of the first things that the oncologist said to me was, the one thing you've got to get rid of in your life is stress. Well, mm-hmm. when the bills are coming in and piling up in a bag, and, you know, you can't, you're not even, I mean, that is very stressful. So I understand now, even though I knew their stories, I now understand a little bit of what some of these people go through that don't have um, any coverage at all. And just to give you an idea, I just pulled out one of the bills that came in because I wanted to tell you this. After every chemo treatment that I get, I get one every 21 days, they make you go in the next day and get a shot to help build your immune system, Mm. and it's called Nulasta. And I just want you to guess how much that one shot costs. This play. Um, I would say what, uh, $500. $500? Try 
$1,000 wow. per shot. Wow. And if you have health care coverage, and I do have limited health care coverage, what happens is the health care company, they know, the hospital knows the health care company won't pay that, so they reduce it for you to figure, they figure out what the health care company will pay, then they'll charge that. But if you don't have insurance, you have, you're responsible for the full 6000 Well, we're going to take a quick break, Molly. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about your story. And also, what have you discovered also about the healthcare system as well uh, through your experience? When we come back in a minute, y'all. Okay. Experts, call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I'm your host, Eddie George. And if you feel, if you want to call in or chime in on the conversation or have any comments about what we're talking about today, uh, please call in at 866-472-5787. Uh, if you're not looking at the screen, I'm joined with Miss Molly Secor. Miss Molly. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, before we had to go to break, you were telling me about your, uh, your shots and how much they cost every time you get a shot. That's six thousand dollars a shot. Six thousand dollars a shot, and that's one item on a four-page bill of itemized charges. And that and that's for one doctor. That's not the surgery. That's not the anesthesia. I mean, none of that. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Um, and I don't even think I realized this 
you know, when I was started working on the health care, on the Ten Care film. So in your in your journey, you found that it's a lot deeper than what you originally uh, uncovered in your documentary. Oh, it's much deeper. It's mm-hmm. much deeper. And and again, like I said. You know, the only reason, I mean, and I did have those moments going, God, am I going to, you know, am I going to lose my house? Am I going to lose, simply because, you know, being in chemotherapy, there's a lot of downtime, you know, and um, it's, uh, and, and, you know, I, I did want to mention this to you, too, that the work that you're doing, I mean, with the NFL moms and the kids and, and having people take responsibility for their health, one of the things that the doctor said to me was, the reason that they, my prognosis was better than some is because I was strong and I was healthy and mm. I had a lifestyle. It doesn't mean that I, you know, you know, people won't get cancer, but my chances of fighting it, because when you get something like that, what they put in your body to cure you is poison. Um, and so they were saying the fact that you exercise, the fact that you ate, um, you know, fairly healthy, and and the fact that you've taken care of yourself, you know, really is going to serve you well in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my prognosis is better than other people's, mm-hmm. um, simply for that reason. So I just, you know, want to say, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just so impressed with everything you're doing. I mean, when we talked last year about that, I just think it's a great focus to put and. You know, it's like we've got to do something about the healthcare system. We've got to do get people to be covered, and we have to have people taking care of themselves. Right. I mean, you know, what I what I preach, Molly, is is not it's not having a great body. You know, a great body and, and living looking good that's a byproduct of doing right. But I, I truly believe now, since I've talked to you last this last year, I've, I've learned a lot about you know living right, eating right, because as I get closer, as I get older, as I begin to um, grow spiritually and, and, and really ask questions, what, what is my true life worth? What has been revealed to me is that the body is truly a temple, and we have to align ourselves in the physical, the mental, and the spiritual to hear directly from the source. Right. Whatever you may call that source, whether it's God, Jehovah, whatever it may be, is to hear clearly, and what you have to do, you have to exercise right. You have to eat the correct things to get that connection. You have to um, do all the, you have to do all the little minute things to to stay in tune, so you can see the signs, hear the signs, and also be a sign yeah. of what's right and what's to be, what, how to live a healthy lifestyle. And it's it's just just hearing your story, like you say. Just because you have, um, it's because you eat right, you live right, you bike every weekend, doesn't, you're not immune to any of the diseases that are out there, but it gives you a chance. Yeah. You know, let me ask you, now what can, if somebody's listening to this right now, what can we learn from your experience? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, from the healthcare perspective, from the healthcare perspective, okay. from the the emotional perspective, you you talked about you once you you believe in the Eastern uh, medicine, but now you also believe in the Western philosophy as well. Well, and I, I believe in the combination. Yes. Um, yes. Because the reason that I picked the oncologist that I did 
was that what he said to me when we were talking about chemotherapy, I told him about all the alternative healing. You know, I mean, I do energy work. I do yoga. I do, you know, I, I work with acupuncturists, and I still do. Mm-hmm. And the thing that he said to me, and this is one of the top surgeons in Nashville, he said, what you do spiritually, emotionally, mm. and physically is just as important, if not more important, than what I'm going to do That's with right. you. That's right. And and I and I went, okay, here's a guy I can work with. And 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 I think this is one thing that I learned is I fell in love with every sur- I, I had three surgeries and I made myself fall in love with every one of them before they <laughs> operated on me <clears throat> because it's really important that you trust the person that you're working with and, <clears throat> and 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 don't just go by what they're saying. It's like they're working with you. That's you right. know, they're working in conjunction with you, you're responsible. That you know they have their treatments, but they're not always 100 percent correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, you know, only go to a doctor that you feel real strongly about. I mean, I, I just—it's like I every time I went in, and I had never had surgery before in my life, and I had three in a row. Mm-hmm. And every time I like trusted them to the max in a way that not—not not like they were God. But I liked their philosophy, and I liked what they had to say. Um, and so that was one thing that was important to me. The other thing is, in terms of the healthcare, is you have to be, unfortunately, when you're ill, it's really hard to be proactive, but you have to stay on them. You've got to make the phone calls, make them explain the charges. You, gotta, you, know, you have to challenge them because they will... I'm sorry to say this, but they will try to get away with paying as little as possible. Mm, mm, mm. And so you have to be your own advocate. And if you're too sick, you got to find somebody that can do it for you. Wow, wow. I mean, we have we have one more minute till we close, Molly. And I can just tell you that. Um, I, I mean, I've, I've seen you uh, when you were, were fit, physically fit and, and wonderful, and I've also seen you when you're going through chemotherapy. And I can just tell you that. Uh, you still look so strong and so and so vibrant and 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 I just commend you on just staying strong because it, it takes all of that, like you said, the combination of of the the Eastern philosophy versus the Western philosophy. It, it's, it's all there to service us exactly. in that time. And uh, I can just say that wow, I, I, I to find the strength. You know, I, I, I mean, I, me personally. You know, to deal with what I deal with now is so minute and small. You know, I'll, I'll get nervous over, uh, you know, a little hanging toenail, you know. <laughs> well, you know what you find out? You find out that you can deal with anything that's put you away. That's what I've learned. I, I mean, I feel like I grew up. I've grown up in the last three months in a way that I never was. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was terrified of, of being alone and having something like this happen to me. Mm-hmm. And that's all changed. Um, and again, I'm supported. I have friends who have my back, and that means a lot. Um, but that has changed. I, I know that whatever is put before me, I can deal with. Let me ask you before we go, Molly, are there any other projects that you're currently working on in conjunction with your chemotherapy to help support um, what you're talking about in terms of the health care? Well, you know, to be honest, I'm really... Focusing on getting better. Uh, I mean, I'm doing a couple. I've been asked to come out and speak. People want to. I'm going next uh, next week or the week after. I'm actually going to fly to Detroit. I'm going to see if I can do this to go talk to a group of social workers about healthcare mm-hmm. who are 
working with people who are on the lower end and who are not covered. And I'm going to go talk to them. And I'm doing a few things, but I'm trying to just stay, think about, you know, I'm just trying to get better. Excellent. Um, well, Molly, you get better. I expect to see you around in the next couple of days. We're having the Moms event. Hopefully, you can come out to it. But that's all we have for today, folks. It's our hour of Radio by George. Tune in same hour, same place next week. Until then, have a happy Halloween. And I uh, look forward to talking to you next time. Until then, peace. Good night. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.